What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Our mission, to spark hope, encouragement, and motivation in and through your life today. When you finish a podcast, our hope is that our community would be inspired to live different, to live freely and boldly because of the love of Jesus. We'll be your hosts. I'm Zach. And I'm Brooke. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Built Different Podcast, you guys. This week, we have a very special guest, and she just happens to be my sister, Dr. Megan Allison. You guys, I cannot wait to share with you that incredible episode, but before we begin, I just want to share a little bit more with you guys about who my big sister is. You know, Megan truly is one of the kindest individuals I've ever met. Um, She is six years older than I am, so I was able to grow up underneath her example my entire life, and truly, I don't know how to describe her other than kind, sweet, loyal, trustworthy. She always gives the best advice. She's a great listener, but truly she has a servant's heart unlike anyone um, that you could possibly fathom. I mean, she is so generous and she will do anything and go out of her way to make you feel special and to make you feel seen and to make you feel heard. And she's incredible at what she does little bio on Megan is that she actually received her master's degree in physician assistant studies from Jefferson College of Health Sciences in Roanoke, Virginia. She also received her doctor of medical science degree from the University of Lynchburg, where she completed additional training in general and pediatric dermatology. After graduating from PA school in 2015, Megan started working at a dermatology office in Lynchburg, Virginia. Since this time, she's enjoyed treating a variety of skin conditions and patients of all ages, as well as performing several different different cosmetic procedures. She is now actually working at Cobb Dermatology and Aesthetics in Bedford, Virginia. So if you guys are in the area or in the surrounding areas, you have to check them out. And please make sure you go and ask for Dr. Megan Allison. She's so amazing at what she does. She's also a member of the American Academy of Physician Assistants and the Society of Dermatology Physician Assistants. She also enjoys public speaking and is the author of four books. Megan is married to her high school sweetheart, my brother-in-law, Ben, and together they have fun raising raising their energetic three-and-a-half-year-old Miss Olivia, and Megan is just days away, you guys, from birthing her second baby girl, my second baby niece, and her name is Sophia Diane. So, you guys, please be praying for a safe pregnancy. Um, And I just pray that, honestly, the birthing process goes incredibly well and that we cannot wait to meet Sophia. You guys, As we dive into all of this, the one topic that we really wanted to talk about today is that of insecurity, but then also outward and inward beauty and how we can find our identity in the Lord. So I didn't think there was anybody else that was better to talk on this topic alone than Megan, who works in the field of dermatology. And that's why I think it's so incredible is because she actually helps treat people for skin conditions and skin diseases. And those skin conditions are actually on the outside. So they're easily judged. They're easily easily looked at and seen as a negative thing. And obviously that can play into our mental health, that can play into our spiritual health. But what I wanted her to really touch on is how these skin conditions and taking care of our body and taking care of our skin can actually be a good thing, one, but also how we shouldn't find our worth and our value 
in our outward appearance. We shouldn't find our worth and a value and attach to those insecurities. But what we should do is truly find in what the Lord says and how he truly views us. And so what I wanted to do today is just read off a couple of verses up front that I think will be very encouraging and really set the tone for the interview today. Song of Solomon, chapter four, verse seven says, you are altogether beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. Proverbs 31, 30 says, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Psalms 139, 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and I know that full well. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Psalm 34.5, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Proverbs 3.15, she is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. My friends, what Megan really dives into and talks about today is simply our bodies are a temple to the Lord. It's okay to take care of them. What she really dives into are things and why we need to really take care of our skin and our outward appearance first and foremost, but then how she closes it out when she starts beginning to talk about her faith and talk about her identity and share her testimony is it's okay to take care of your body if it's a temple to the Lord, but it's not okay to attach your worth and your value to your outward appearance. My friends, God calls you beautiful. No matter what you look like, no matter the color of your skin, no matter the disease, the disorder you may have, you are beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. And we all struggle. We all have insecurities. We all have shortcomings. But my friends, God sees us because we are uniquely and wonderfully made. You guys, I cannot wait to share this incredible interview with you. Help me introduce my sister, Megan Allison. Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Zach. Absolutely. I'm telling you what, it's not every day that you get the opportunity to interview your big sister on the podcast. So this is such a blessing for me, Meg. I'm so thankful for you, um, the impact, the influence you've had on my life. And truly, I just want all of our listeners to know a little bit more about you. So Megan is the most selfless. Um, she's kind. She's servant-hearted person I've ever met. Um, I'm so thankful, like I said, for her. But I also want them to know that you are pregnant and you you got a big baby Woo-hoo! belly she should be due yes. any day now it's amazing so Megan just up front you know I know there's a lot of excitement that goes into that um, just being few days away but at the same time I just want to know what else is going through your mind just expecting Sophia Diane well oh, yeah. I know thank you so much Zach and yeah. Brooke for having me on the podcast and Zach, I'm so proud of you and the Built Different ministry that you're creating, and I'm so blessed and honored that you asked me to come on here and talk to you a little bit about what I'm passionate about as well. Um, But we're very proud of you, and as you're pursuing this counseling degree, and I know that God has his hand on you Mm -hmm. and is just weaving a beautiful story in your life. Thank you. But I am excited about Sophia. Yeah. It's a little bit anxiety provoking. We're five <laughs> days away from due date. Ooh. So I oh know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. But we, um, we're we super excited to welcome another little girl into our family. Little girls are so special. Mm. 
But at this point, you know, we're praying for a smooth delivery, a healthy baby, and just that our family, as we're adjusting from three people to four, that Olivia, our oldest daughter, will transition well and um, love her big sister, which I'm sure that she will. But this could be your shortest podcast ever. So hopefully not. <laughs> That's true. Oh my goodness. This could be the most thrilling podcast of all time. Hopefully not no. too exciting. <laughs> no. Megan, well, thank you so much for being on this podcast, firstly, being so close. But um, I feel really grateful because we can pray for that safe delivery and all of our listeners can pray just for the health of the baby and your health. And um, we're you. super pumped to meet baby Sophia. So yeah. it's so exciting. Thank you, Brooke. I appreciate um, it. You're welcome. But uh, obviously, we have you on the podcast today to specifically talk about the field that God has brought you into, which yeah. is dermatology yeah. and your personal story that goes with that, that is so powerful that I think will impact so many listeners, both male and female yeah. listeners. Um, but uh, I think just to start out, it'd be really fun just to hear some of your unique tips and skills into how we need to take care of our skin sure. with our body being a temple to the Lord. Because I think what we forget is our skin is our biggest organ on our body. Yeah. And we're constantly being told like, hey, you got to take care of your heart. You got to take care of your blood pressure and this and that. But we forget mm. about our biggest organ. So you as a dermatologist, mm. um, what are some of the best ways on a daily basis just to be taking care of our skin um, and taking care of our body in that way. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think a lot of people ask me a lot of times, why do you do what you do? And yeah. what exactly does a dermatologist provider do? And, you know, skin care and skin health is incredibly important. Mm. I think it is surprising to me often how unfamiliar people are with skin cancers, yeah. specifically mm -hmm. the most common ones. And there are many different types, but the ones I think most people have heard of are basal cell, squamous cell, and then melanoma. Mm. And more people are actually diagnosed with skin cancer each year in the United States than all other cancers combined. Wow. wow. So first off, what exactly is basal and squamous cell, real quick. They mm -hmm. are the most common types yeah. of skin cancers, mm -hmm. and they start at the top layer of your skin, which is called the epidermis, mm -hmm. and they're often related to sun exposure. And one in five Americans will get skin cancer by the time they turn 70 years old. Wow. Basal and squamous cell, the most common types, again, are highly treatable if they are detected early. So mm -hmm. I always tell my patients, if you are 40 and up, you should come in once a year for a full body exam. Mm -hmm. Now, melanoma mm -hmm. is a different type of skin cancer, and a lot of times people are familiar with it. But it develops in the melanocytes, which are the pigment cells of our skin. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what gives us mm -hmm. kind of our, our tan or different colors of our skin. Yeah. But it's when they start to grow out of control. And it is more dangerous because it is more likely to spread to other parts of the body if it's not caught and treated early. Mm. And having more than five sunburns throughout the course of your life, which I think we've all been sunburned at least once. Oh, yeah. 
But that I definitely yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually doubles your risk of getting melanoma over the course of your life. Hmm. And more than one million Americans are currently living with melanoma. But this is kind of the important piece. If it's detected early, the five-year survival rate before, of course, it spreads to the lymph nodes is 99%, which wow. is good. Oh, cool. But here's kind of the tricky part. If it's not detected early and it does spread to nearby lymph nodes, that five-year survival rate drops to 68%. Mm. And then if it spreads to distant lymph nodes in other organs, that five-year survival rate is 30%. Mm. So nearly 20 Americans die every day from melanoma. My youngest patient that I ever had that had melanoma was 18 years old, just to give you an idea. And I tell people melanoma does not discriminate. It doesn't matter what the you know, skin type or color you have. Bob Marley, interestingly, um, he died at the age of 36 from melanoma that was under one of his toenails because it metastasized to his brain, liver, and lungs. Mm. So if you have a family wow. history of melanoma, you should go in once a year to see a dermatology provider. Mm. Um, but those are just some quick facts. But I've been blessed to be a dermatology PA for about six and a half years. Yeah. And... Oh, um, I actually went on to get my doctorate from the University of Lynchburg a few years ago before I had Olivia. Yes, so it's been great. Um, But I I love it. I love the field of medicine I get to practice in. The American Academy of Dermatology says that over the course of our careers, we're able to identify around 3,000 conditions in the skin, which is crazy to me. So like you said, the skin is an incredible organ. It's your first line of defense against disease. It it protects your internal organs. It warms Mm -hmm. you up. It cools you down, and it sends messages about how healthy the inside of your body is as well. Mm. But we also, you know, take care of things that are more than just skin deep, right? Mm. So problems with our skin can affect our self-worth, make everyday activities challenging for us, and in some cases, they can even be life-threatening. So... A lot of people ask, well, what else do you do besides skin cancer, right? Yeah. And there are many other things, too. I have been able to help diagnose and treat a baby's prominent birthmark on their face, mm. um, remove yeah. a young woman's deadly melanoma in an early phase before it became very dangerous for her, mm. give relief to a little girl with eczema who hasn't slept through the night since she was a year old, mm. and treating hair loss in a young woman who had been picked on most of her life to give her some confidence before her wedding day. So Mm. I love working with kids. I do a lot in pediatric dermatology. I feel like that's one of my callings. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it's it's wonderful. Some helpful tips real quick too, and then I'll turn it back over to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But the Skin Cancer Foundation recommends that you use a broad spectrum sunscreen, SPF of 15 or above for everyday use, 30 or above if you're going to be outside in the sun, that's right, (laughs) for an extended period of time. And then that reapplication every two hours after swimming or sweating is super important. Hmm. Like I said, get your skin checked. There are lots of dermatology healthcare providers throughout the country to go see. If you notice a new spot that's itching, bleeding, it looks worrisome, please notify someone as soon as possible. And then as far as a skincare routine, I would say use a cleanser, moisturizer, and sunscreen every day. And don't forget your lips because you can make skin cancer there as well. 
Mm. Those are my quick tips. <laughs> I tell you what. Let's go. Obviously, um, Megan is incredibly bright and intelligent on these topics. Um, Meg, yes. I, I've noticed all the hard work you've put in over all of the years, right? Studying when it came to PA school, when it came to your doctoral yeah. degree, just everything that you've been doing. It's amazing to see. And I give you a quick shout out. Anybody in the Bedford Forest, Lynchburg That's area, right. <laughs> Megan working at Cobb and Cobb Dermatology in Bedford, Virginia. And I'm telling you guys, she's amazing. Um, she has just Bring as it. good bedside manner as she does the intelligence obviously but I just wanted to kind of touch on a topic here that you mentioned in a sense that it's really difficult I think Megan for a lot of individuals who struggle with skin diseases or disorders because they have it's kind of on the surface of their skin right everybody can see it um, looking from the outside in and so my kind of question and what I do right is trying to understand maybe the mental health um, things and the self-esteem issues that can kind of flow out of skin diseases and disorders. And so I know from reading through your presentation that you titled Skin Deep, there's so many skin diseases mm -hmm. I can think of, such as psoriasis, eczema, acne, alopecia, and a few more, just to name a few. But I mean, obviously with all of these struggles, Meg, my kind of question to you, I guess, is how do you think it kind of affects people when it comes to the discouragement aspect, the self-esteem aspect, and more? And I know you're very open about your story, right, and what you've experienced yeah. in your younger and adolescent years. So can you kind of share that with our listeners today, too? Sure. So, I mean, we've talked about this um, too, Zach, right? Even in the counseling world, sometimes oh, yeah. skin conditions and even psychiatry overlap, and there are actually fields of medicine that are devoted to that, right. which I think is fascinating. But yes, it can affect a patient's emotional well-being mm. and create psychological effects as well. Mm. I do see a lot of teenage for, uh, teenagers for acne, and while we know that's not a life-threatening disease of the skin, right. it can be very impactful on a young person life, especially if it leaves chronic or permanent scarring on their face. Mm. And this is unfortunately really common. One study I saw said that 80% of people between the ages of 11 to 30 develop acne. Mm. So, I mean, I had acne in high school for sure. Right. And one out of five of these people will develop scarring, and the scarring is the more permanent part. Mm. Um, but the American Academy of Dermatology notes that within the first year of diagnosis, those patients with acne have a 63% increased greater risk of developing major depression. Wow. And think about that between 11 and 30 year olds, if that's most of the patients that we're seeing. Wow. Um, when I was 16, I developed painful cystic acne, and it made me feel very self-conscious about my skin. It felt like every morning I would wake up and mm. look in the mirror and see this large mm. new pimple in some obvious location. <laughs> and at 16, that's when you're really trying to kind of find yourself, yeah. going through puberty, starting to date. Thankfully, mm. I ended up marrying my high school sweetheart, so I guess it wasn't <laughs> that bad. Oh, <laughs> um, But, you know, <laughs> my appearance started to become really important to me, and I saw a local dermatologist, mm. and she started me on an oral antibiotic, which helped a lot, and some various different creams. And I had even several pimples injected with a shot of a steroid, mm. which is not overly fun at that age of your life. But in the end, I'm really thankful for that challenging time of my life life because I truly feel it led me to the field of dermatology yeah. and it opened my eyes to what physician assistants, which is what I am, were and what we were able to do in the medical world. So mm -hmm. it all comes full circle, but it's nice to be able to relate to my patients in that way as well. Mm. Wow, that's incredible. And firstly, I want to tell our audience who's listening that Megan's face is like 
perfect. It is glowing. <laughs> so that friend. is very shocking to me that that is a piece of your story, but also mm. so awesome that you can empathize and care for your patients in that way yeah. in like such a firsthand way and al almost like provide hope for them. Like, That's hey, right. this is something that you can take care of. And the Lord has created our body in such a way that it can heal and just be beautiful mm. if you pursue like taking care of your body. So that's so awesome, Megan. That's mm. right. um, but I wanted to dive deeper into something that you were talking about, and that was just revealing how interlinked skin diseases and mental health are. Because research shows that time and time again, people who experience skin diseases, um, they actually have higher levels of anxiety, like you were saying, depression, social isolation, addiction, and even suicidality. Um, and I think a lot of that is due to this comparison culture that we find ourselves in. You know, we see these things come to our face. Maybe our friends don't have them. The people around us don't. And we just feel on the outside or we don't feel like we're enough. Mm. And so, especially with just this personal story that you just shared with us, um, why and how do you think God called you into the field of dermatology and how do you use that field to care for the people and be the hands and feet of Jesus like mm. you do each day? Sure, yeah. Well, Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. Mm. And Jeremiah 29.11, which has been my life verse for a long time, says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper mm. you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And Zach, you know, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, <laughs> and I love all of your sayings like, your mess can become your message, mm. and your pain can yep. become your purpose. Mm. So my mess, which is not my biggest mess of life, but, at, you know, acne in my teenage years definitely became part of my message to mm -hmm. my patients and how I can relate to them mm. and better myself. Um, like we said, it's, it's not a mystery that the skin can affect people emotionally, physically, and I also believe spiritually mm. to an extent. It is, like Zach said, that one organ of the body that is visible for the world to see. Mm. And I think a lot of times about my patients and their stories that I've heard over the years. Imagine, like Zach or Brooke, if you were the parents of a little girl mm. who had lost all of her hair to alopecia areata, mm. which be kind of popular because of Jada Smith. You know, she kind of yeah. that became an issue that was brought up. But imagine if she was riding the school bus and somebody stole her hat and started mm. tossing it around the bus, and she was frantically trying to find it. Or if you as a parent had someone come up to you at the grocery store and ask you if your child had cancer and they were undergoing chemotherapy and they weren't, you better believe that that has an emotional impact on a child at a young age. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, even the research has shown that during school years, and I think about my little Olivia, like peers avoid playing with children with skin disorders mm. because they have a misconception that they are infectious. And this social exclusion is linked to very low self-esteem. And as a result, some of these kids are less likely to participate in sports and out outdoor activities, mm. which are a huge part of what we do as children. So my personal journey and struggle with acne led me to pursue this interest ultimately in a career in dermatology. But I also didn't realize how rewarding this field of medicine would be for myself. You know, my patients speak as much into my life as mm. I hope that I speak into theirs. 
Um, one story that I love to share was a few years ago, I had a little five-year-old girl come to see me, and her mom was desperate for some relief because they had been to numerous offices, and she came to see us as a last resort thinking we were going to tell her kind of the same thing everybody else has, that there was Mm. nothing else that they could do. She hadn't had a full night's sleep since she was an infant because Mm. she was so itchy from her eczema. Mm. And, you know, we have found, too, that research shows that that caregiver-infant relationship can lead to parental fatigue and stress. And as a mom, I can't imagine not Mm -hmm. sleeping through the night for years at a time. So we started her on a new shot, a new injectable medicine, and to this day, her mother claims that that was a life-changing moment for their family. Wow. And this has been about two years ago when that little girl first came to see me. She was very you know, anxious, didn't really Mm -hmm. want me to touch her because she had had so many people kind of poke and prod at her. But this last time, I actually got a hug. So I feel like those stories are the ones that mean the most to my heart. And, you know, it's not always wonderful in medicine. Sometimes we have really sad stories. I had a patient that passed away from lymphoma that we first diagnosed through a biopsy of his skin, and he would write me letters throughout his cancer treatment and update me on his journey and tell me that he was praying for me, which is very humbling, and I still have those letters. Um, even though he has since passed away. But it's not always about fixing a problem. Sometimes in medicine, it's actually listening to our patients. And I love the connection that I'm able to build with my patients of all ages, you know, ages from infants to great-grandparents. So it truly is a very rewarding field of medicine to work in. Mm. May, I think it's amazing just both of us working in just the healthcare profession and just being able to, like you said, understand those are the experiences that that's why we do what we do, right? To see a smile or to get a hug from a little girl like that, where you've just been able to help in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, I kind of want to transition the topic now towards something that you've been hitting on time and time again, which is just that of beauty, right? What is beauty in your eyes? Mm. And so, you know, working in the field of dermatology, you get several opportunities of just helping people feel more confident about themselves. It's a word you brought up multiple times already. But I think a lot of people have this misconception, right, that you're making them more beautiful. I know you do things like Botox and lip fillers and removing warts and PRP for hair renewal and growth. You know, I hear all about it, right? But the truth is, is, you know, when we don't understand what beauty or what being handsome actually means in the eyes of the Lord, we can kind of take that, like Brooke said earlier, into that comparison game, which is Mm -hmm. the thief of joy. Psalm 139, 14 says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and my soul knoweth right well. So Megan, just in the eyes of a dermatologist, someone who is trying to instill confidence into people on a daily basis, not instill more beauty because they're already beautiful, but the confidence aspect, what would you say to the person person out there, but specifically to the little girl, right, that's coming to you that maybe you've experienced, you've walked in their shoes before, even to Olivia, your three-year-old daughter, she's growing up. What would you share to them that would hopefully instill some hope and encouragement in their life today? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the first thing is how God made you, informed you, is what you are worth. I mm. recently saw this really neat video on YouTube, and there are several different versions of it, but I like the one that was of a professor that went to his class, and he took out a $20 bill, yeah. and he waved it around to them and said, how many of you would like this? And of course, everybody raised their hand. You know, <laughs> me, I, will, I want that. 
and he took the $20 bill and then he crinkled it up really tightly in his hand and then unfolded it and said, well, how many of you want it now? Of course, everybody raised their hand. Mm. And he took it again and he crinkled it and then he started stepping on it and he lifted up and raised it back up to them mm. and said, how many of you want it now? And everybody raised their hands. And he said, I've taught you an important lesson today and that's know your worth. Mm. What happens in your life does not change your value. Mm. So there may be spots in your life where you feel crinkled, dirty, stepped on, but it doesn't change your worth, especially in God's eyes. Outward beauty does not change your worth, and you are worth so much more than a $20 bill. So you are worth so much, and we know this too as believers, that if you were the only person that was in this world, Christ still would have died for you on the cross. Mm. So while outward beauty, again, is important, I can't stress enough, it will never, ever affect what you are worth in God's eyes. The second thing I want to say is if you struggle with outward beauty, understand that some of these issues are truly skin issues or sicknesses. You know, we wouldn't hesitate to go to the doctor if our blood pressure was off, right, and Hmm. get it treated. So I don't think there's anything wrong if your skin has an issue. You have psoriasis, you have acne, you have eczema. There are things that we can do to help you. So if there's a little girl out there who's struggling with painful cystic acne on her face, know that we can help you Mm -hmm. and there is nothing wrong with seeking out that help and even when that problem is fixed it doesn't mean you were not made perfectly in the eyes of God before that happened as well Mm. Um, the next thing I I do get to do a lot of cosmetic and aesthetic procedures and I love it and I've enjoyed it and I treat patients with dermal fillers like Zach was saying and (laughs) Botox which a lot of people are familiar with. Um, PRP is that hair restoration, laser hair removal. I've done mirror dry, cool sculpting, kind of all of the things over our years. But I really do think, and I know you both touch on this as well, that social media has hugely negative impacts I think on our self-image. And that comparison game can be really damaging to a younger person, mm-hmm. especially when we forget yeah. what our worth is. Yeah. Um, I read an article that said that social media's negative impact on the self-image of young women showed that numerous studies, you know, it can increase your risk of eating disorders, depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, and body dissatisfaction. It was interesting. They said that people who posted more selfies were not necessarily more fond of themselves, that they actually had a more negative self-image, and that even if you let them go back and tweak the photos, they still felt the same way about themselves. And I thought Mm. that was so interesting. Um, In a 2010 study, they examined a bunch of adolescents between the ages of 11 to 18 and found that social media use was associated with an increased desire for cosmetic surgery at 11 to 18 years old. And people who were Mm. less likely to be on social media actually were less lonely and less depressed. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest message is be mindful of it, right? You know, I do think a lot about Olivia. She is almost three and a half, and (laughs) I think she is like the most beautiful person in the world. (laughs) She has gorgeous, you know, strawberry blonde hair and porcelain skin. And as a mom, it hurts my heart to think that one day there will be something that she wants to change about herself. Mm. And I know she will because we all, I think there are things we would all change about ourselves. But it really has opened my eyes to 
the love of God and how mm-hmm. much He loves us and sees us as His sons and His daughters, yeah. and we truly are, in His eyes, woven perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I think it is important to be mindful about that. But what does God's Word say about beauty? You know. Yeah. In Job, Job 10, Job reminds God of the intricacy in which he was created. Mm. In Genesis 1.27, it says that we are created in the image of God. Psalms 139 talks about how carefully we are formed with detail and love Mm. in the womb. And Esther is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, but she was a woman of passion. And her physical beauty was used to bring about miraculous change in a secular world. Mm. And she used that power of her voice to display her passionate love for her people. And her beauty ultimately paved the way for political leverage when she won over favor with the king. So I don't think that beauty is necessarily a bad thing, of course, either. You know, we talk a lot with exercise. I'm sure you do, Zach. Your body's a temple, right? Oh, yeah. So make sure that you take care of it. You know, monitor your weight and your health. I mean, that is just part of being healthy as well. That's right. But I really think it's all about the context and how you evaluate things. Mm. So, you know, we all know that we're going to age eventually we will pass away from this earth outward Mm. beauty is fleeting and inward beauty is by far the most important thing that god is looking for but that doesn't mean that you can't take care of yourself on the outside that's right which really does translate to how we view ourselves and how we view others and our health Mm. now there are definitely ways to take it too far and i have seen people who do that as well but i think that's when outward beauty becomes your idol right Mm. So some of the things I love to get to do in my aesthetic world are I'll have patients that are like my mom's age that come in, for example, that say, these lines between my eyebrows make me look like I'm really angry. And my students ask me Mm -hmm. all the time, Mrs. Jones, why do you have such a big frown on your face all the time? Or why do you always look so mad? So Mm -hmm. I think touching up those things. Our goal in the aesthetic world um, where I work is to give people an enhanced version of themselves to make them feel better about themselves, Mm -hmm. but not alter the way that they look or who that they are. And I truly think that the most beautiful people are those that love God and love others well. Mm. Mm. Yes. Dang, that's some awesome truth just about what beauty is. Mm. Like, I want to re-listen to that whole section, even just how you included so much scripture. Mm. Um, And Megan, like, I so admire the way that you use dermatology to reflect, like, the Lord's perfect design of who we are, how we are beautifully, wonderfully made. That is so awesome how you use your vocation to spread God's truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just admire that passion for the Lord. That is so awesome. <laughs> um, and I, I also know you are constantly um, encouraging others with God's truth from the books you've written, speaking engagements, your practice mm-hmm. of dermatology, um, in loving your husband, Ben, and your daughters, Olivia and Cumin Sophia. <laughs> um, and it just, it's very obvious and self-evident that your relationship with the Lord is something that's different. It's passionate. It's full of love, mm-hmm. genuine love, um, because you just kind of have lit up this podcast for us. That's right. And so that's been awesome. Um, but spiritually speaking, I know you just touched on it a little bit, but diving deeper into that, um, how has building your relationship with the Lord and reflecting on His truth about beauty, worth, and value, like you were just talking about, 
helped you personally along with your journey throughout your life. Sure, yeah. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do good things that He planned for us long ago. And um, despite what I tell my husband, I am not a perfect person. (laughs) I struggle with all of the things that we talked about today, right? Mm -hmm. Self-image and worth. Mm -hmm. And the older I get, the more I realize that God truly loves me just as I am, with Mm -hmm. all of those flaws included. And as women, I think we get stuck in this comparison game. And He Mm -hmm. continues to teach me that it is okay to be my authentic self Mm -hmm. and to truly love who He created me to be. And I'm so thankful that, Zach, we had such wonderful, godly parents who loved the Lord and taught us that a relationship with Him is of utmost importance. And I want to instill those same values and beliefs in my girls. Mm. And I want my patients to know that God loves them and cares deeply for them. And if I'm able to show that through a smile or an encouraging word, I consider that a really successful day at work. Mm. It's amazing. It's been so much fun uh, truly just having you on the podcast with us. Like I said, I'm so thankful for you um, and the lasting impact you've had on me. You know, I view you more as a best friend than a big sister. I talk to you all the time, your mentorship, your leadership to me, your advice, um, just so many things throughout the years. I I can't thank you enough. But how we kind of always like to close on the podcast is we kind of always leave the door open for our guests to just share um, a pressing word that God has placed on their heart for such a time as this. So Meg, today who I want you to really speak to is the person who maybe feels discouraged, um, who feels less than, who maybe doesn't feel all that beautiful. Maybe they're frustrated with the way that they look. Um, Maybe they don't even feel like they measure up. So Meg, today to that person, what's the word that God wants you to share with us that would just really leave us with that hope, encouragement, and motivation today? Yeah, if you are a listener who is being hard on yourself or maybe you're just going through a really hard season of your life, the first thing I want you to remember is to remember your worth. Mm. It's not about who you are, but yeah. it's about whose you are. That's right. And God created you for a reason and a purpose. And how you feel or look on the outside does not change your worth or your value in the eyes of God. Mm. Jeremiah 31.3 says, The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love and I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23 says, certainly the faithful love of the Lord hasn't ended. Certainly God's comparison isn't through. They are renewed every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Mm. The Mm. second thing is, it's okay to go get help to get some improvements on the outside if you need it. It is not wrong for you to go and get help for your skin if that's something that you need, especially if you are having some mental health struggles Mm -hmm. or issues that are surrounding it. If you're being Mm -hmm. bullied, if you're being hard on yourself, we can help you. So don't hesitate to come and seek help if you need it. That does not change your worth. Again, hopefully it will make Mm -hmm. you feel better about yourself and more purposeful and effective and intentional in your life. Mm-hmm. So if you have eczema, psoriasis, alopecia, acne, I encourage you to seek a local healthcare dermatology provider. Mm-hmm. And just know that even when things get better and clear up, your value to God hasn't changed one bit. Mm. 
The next thing is stop the comparison game. There's always going to be someone to compare yourself to, and there's always going to be somebody, in a sense, who's better than you. So be your authentic self and truly love who God created you to be. And also, I don't think it's bad to take care of yourself on the outside, which translates into how you view yourself and others, which can be healthy too. Mm -hmm. But make yourself the best version of you for the purpose of bringing glory to God and serving Him in whatever calling He has placed on your life. Mm -hmm. And then when it's all said and done, God is more concerned about you having a beautiful heart and relationship with Him than He does with your outward appearance. And in 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And remember Mm -hmm. Psalms 139, 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Mm -hmm. So I encourage people to be the best version of themselves. But if you are beautiful on the outside— and ugly on the inside, I'm afraid that you may have missed the point. Mm. So really focus mm. on that relationship with God and let Him use you in the way that He wants to weave your story. Mm. But thank you guys for having me on your podcast. It's really been a treat to get to spend some time with you, and I've really enjoyed it. Mm. Wow, Megan, thank you so much for coming on here and just sharing those truths with us about our worth and the importance of reorienting our heart. It's pre- it's just why, it's the question of why, like why do I care about taking care of my body, taking care of my skin? Is it to bring glory to the Lord and to reaffirm my worth in Him? Or is it another reason like you are saying? So mm. thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise, your knowledge, your wisdom, and just your joy to our podcast. We've so loved listening to everything that you've shared. and having you on thanks brooke thanks for having me i've loved spending the time with you love you meg love you zach man everybody i don't know about you but i sure did glean so much wisdom from all that megan had to share with us and you know obviously this episode means so much to me because that's my big sister you know sharing with us all of her knowledge and i think it was just so cool just to see her servant's heart really come in full display today and just listening to the heart that she has just to share the beauty and the worth that you have in the eyes of the lord My friends, as Megan said, it's okay to seek help. It's okay to want to better our bodies, right? Our body is a temple to the Lord. And so it's okay to want to make sure that it's at its best, right? But one thing that it's not okay to do, like Megan was saying, is it's not okay to find our worth and our value in those things. We shouldn't find our worth in our external appearance, right? Yes, we can do everything we can to enhance our bodies. But if we're doing that for our worth purposes, then I think we've missed the point, as Megan said. How I want to end today is just reminding you of a song, one of my favorite songs actually by Mercy Me, and it's titled Beautiful. I think it's very fitting to close us out today. The lyrics go like this. The days will come when you don't have the strength. When all you hear is you're not worth anything. Wondering if you ever could be loved. And if they truly saw your heart, they'd see too much. You're beautiful. 
You're beautiful. You are meant for so much more than all of this. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You are treasured. You are sacred. You are his. You are beautiful. I don't know who needed to hear that today, but I just want to remind you, no matter what people have said, no matter how you view yourself, no matter what you think you need to do next to your body, let me remind you, my friends, you are beautiful just the way God made you. He made you unique, but he also calls you wonderful. My friends, you are perfect in the eyes of the Lord, and he is the only one that can be the perfecter of our faith. My prayer today is that you would press in closer to him than ever before and that you would seek him for your identity, for your worth, and for your value once and for all. And by the way, if you're in the Lynchburg, Bedford, Forest, Roanoke, or surrounding areas, you guys have to check out Cobb Dermatology and Aesthetics in Bedford, Virginia. And when you do, make sure you go ask for my sister, Megan Allison. I'm not just tooting her own horn, but she really not only has that wealth of knowledge that she shared with us today, but she has a heart and a passion to serve every single person that walks into her office. She is amazing at what she does. It is truly not just her job and her occupation, but it is her vocation from the Lord. So you guys need to be sure to go and check her out if you can. As always, my friends, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Build Different Podcast.